0: Nobody turned that one
1: steer the four times you're that night. You didn't get to turn in. You just didn't get to row. Who in the heck loans you $30,000 to go rodeo? What are you talking about? Like we get done, we're like, this dead sucks. Dead? We're still going to do it. I I can't stand it. So I just go up to him and I, I am like, is there something
0: wrong with your brain? So we're officially okay, going.
1: Undefendable. Uh,
0: no. Yeah, that, that, is our,
1: that really is our man. The name of the podcast is the Flatbed Podcast. And the reason for the talking is Flatbed is like not <laughs> so <laughs> This is the Flatbed Podcast, as always, brought to you by Classic Ropes. Okay, so the podcast is going to have a little different feel this week. Um, we got to go to the Rope Horse Maturity in Fort Worth and hang out. Generally, what we've had here is like long-form conversations. We have people come in the studio and sit down, and we sort of get to all the the details that you might miss in a quick conversation. This week's going to be a little bit of a departure from that. Um, we set up there behind the announcer stand at the judge's room and got to hang out as people were coming by and get live updates so there's going to be more podcasts released this week but they're going to be shorter just kind of quick uh maybe like snapshots into what's going on that week and then we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week excited to have these coming out excited for you guys get to hear from people that are kind of right in the middle of it as it's happening so uh that's what this week's going to be it's going to feel a little bit different and then we'll get back to what we were We've had Jay on the episode before, but he's back. Just a quick snapshot into the updates of what he's seeing, some of the things that they had implemented this year and how they're going. Uh, Maybe a little bit more laid back this time. We got a little bit of a glimpse into the personality of Jay, so it's cool to have him stop by. Do not skip. You're about to hear from some people who have partnered with the podcast. We'd love you to hear what they have to say. You guys check out the ropingcalendar.com there's an app in all of the stores whether it's apple whether you've got an android whatever the case may be search roping calendar this is the fastest way to find only the information that you're looking for i know that arizona can be chaotic there can be a lot going on the most comprehensive up-to-date list of the events that you can find in arizona are at roping calendar check it out in the app store check out the website You can search by date, you can search by location, you can search by event, you can even search by jackpot number. So say you're looking for a specific number of jackpot, you click on that tab, it'll take you only to the flyers that have what you're looking for. Ropingcalendar.com is the website, Roping Calendar in the App Store. It is the fastest growing website in Arizona for roping related events, 300,000 page views in its first winter, over 40,000 unique users. Find what you're looking for at the Roping Calendar. Okay, so we just got done with Nick Palera. What I'd really like for you to do, Jay this master of all the horse faturity that is this (laughs) week, is tell
0: a story about an antelope running across the desert. An antelope running across the desert. Me and old little Nick was going to a horse show in Nebraska, and he just got him a new trailer. Brand new off the lot. Brand new off the lot. First trip, we were headed to Lincoln, Nebraska to a horse show. Of course, I'm sleeping. He's driving. It's early. We're headed up Highway 71 to Lyman, Colorado, and I hear this, oh, shit. <laughs> I wake up. And I said, what? And he goes, this antelope's got a bead on me. I go, what? <laughs> so I look out. Sure enough, he slows down. Antelope slows down. He speeds up. Antelope speeds up. Sure enough, he Antelope hits. just
1: had a fight with his wife. He's yeah. done.
0: <laughs> He hits right behind the wheel well of his truck and rolls plumb down the side of his new trailer, messing up the hay ladder <laughs> so whatever nick's mad we get up to the horse show it's raining like hell i'm sleeping on the couch he's up in the bunk and i feel water on my hand so i get up the brand floor, new trailer brand new trailer the floor is flooded all my clothes are wet i holler at nick and he goes <coughs> excuse me he i he goes what's wrong i said dude the roof's leaking So, yeah, sure enough, we wore the same clothes for two days, or I did. (laughs) Nick didn't. So, get done. Everything's good. Leave the horse show. We drive home. We pull into J.D. Yates' house. Let me out. And Nick goes, you've got to be kidding me. He looks up at the window on his trailer, and it's shattered. Because a truck must have passed (laughs) us and thrown a rock and shattered. That was the first trip for that trailer. Uh, Did it get better after that for that trailer? Ah, man, I don't know. You'd have to ask Nick about that so you're through the bulk of it now yes are you happy with the changes Man, i think it's awesome this is the best set of horses i have ever seen here on both ends that Uh, seems
1: to be across the board that's what everybody's saying that seems to be an agreed upon
0: and i can also tell you and it's taken to three years i've talked to trevor a lot of other guys down there but not only has the guys who rope really good top 30 ropers in this world most of them are here they're better horse trainers now. Sure. All of the horse show guys have become better ropers. Yep. It's tough. But the other thing that me and Gary Wells noticed was not only, but all of the the horses look like show horses now, a lot of them. Like so off, many of them tables, guys have got them main. slicked off, looking good, like they're looking the part they're obviously working the part. I mean, it's just everything has come together, full circle.
1: So the progressive after one was the right idea because here it is. Progressive after run is, with the
0: 16 second time limit was the best thing I did. or we to rope for 24 hours? Nick had
1: a good point. He said, you know, it seems there's going to be people who are like, man, progressive after one, you only get to run one steer. Well, if you don't fit <laughs> under a 16 second run, you're not going to win anything anyway. No, because then you're coming back going go rounds, which is yeah. not what this is designed for. This the, is designed the only for the, thing
0: I thought that the 16 second time might hurt was my limited and intermediate i never had to pay anything on two steers so it worked so nick was saying that he made the short round on a four-year-old
1: and he's winning fifth or sixth overall or Mm -hmm. fourth or fifth in the four-year-old division Mm -hmm. so these horses that are coming up what you're seeing in my mind is this pool of horses that are coming next are getting
0: good early oh yeah i mean they're just all everybody's just gotten better they you know sit around and watch and learn and everybody's just feeding off of each other do not
1: fast forward. We're going into a couple ads. Since its launch in 2014, the 1017 Project has donated over 1.2 million servings of hamburger. It's a program that raises rope and steers. We have lease cattle, jackpot steers, and we. when we're done with those, they transition into the food banks. We've partnered with over 65 different food banks between Oregon, Arizona, and Texas. Let me tell you how you can be a part of it. This winter in Arizona, if you have a steer that's a ducker or a dragger or breaks a horn, something that would cause him to not be useful as a rope and steer, think about donating him to the 1017 Project. You can also find out other ways to be a part of making a difference in the lives of the food insecure families who need our help at 1017project.com. The world is changing at such a rapid pace right now and it's easy to see the role that technology is playing in that. In some ways, it's a positive thing and an example of that would be Lone Star Cowboy Church in Montgomery, Texas it's located in montgomery texas but it is also located anywhere that you've got internet access and i happen to know firsthand that they take their online campus just as seriously as people who attend in person they do a great job of reaching out it is a really easy place to get connected and stay connected to go deeper in the word to have a better understanding of what's taught there uh, I would recommend check out LoneStar.tv, LoneStar.tv to be a part of Lone Star Cowboy Church in Montgomery, Texas. It is by far the widest reaching cowboy church in the nation. Pastor Randy, Pastor Darla Weaver, near and dear to my heart. I cannot recommend it enough. Check them out.
0: Watch and learn. And- Everybody's just
1: feeding off of each other, and I love it. I think it's great. Last thing, I'll let you go. I know it's been a long day. What about the judging system that you put into place this year? Are you happy with how it's worked?
0: Yeah, the judging system works. You know, uh, we go through a lot of video the day before we start here. Uh, me and Gary Wales, and we sit there and we talk to him. And me and Gary, when we when we, me and him judge and look at videos, we obviously are a little higher mm-hmm. than most of the guys we hire to judge for us. Yeah. Uh, and that's okay. You know, but as long as they stay consistent, that's that's what I want. You know, so, and anybody that I ask to judge yeah. at any of my events, they're qualified. They right. they rope good and they rope good horses. You know, the, the hardest part about the judging deal, you know, there's a lot of people who can tell you about good horses and oh, that's a really good horse. The hardest part, <laughs> and anybody will tell you, is getting on that piece of paper. You're right. That is the hardest part. Any yeah. there's a lot of people sit there and say, man, that is a really nice. Nice head horse. You damn right he is. Yeah. But now get it on that piece of paper to the score. And now was he better than that other one you liked now? now
1: pick it apart. So Jason Hershberger, I was at a jackpot the other night and I asked him about the judging system after we talked, he's like, well, they've got to standardize it. And he hadn't seen it, but Mm -hmm. he was like, they got to standardize it. And he was talking about his, you know, his past being a judge at the Mm -hmm. NRCHA stuff. So I showed it to him. He was looking at it, and by the time it's done, he's like, "Hey, this is not this is not bad. Like this is mm-hmm. pretty good." So the people who've done it enough recognize it. Mm-hmm. It seemed to me this year like maybe on average the scores were higher, mm-hmm. but they're consistent. They I mean, are.
0: It, they they are higher. The, the scores are higher, and that was that was one of the the problems in, in years past. And it's not that anybody that's judged for me has done a bad job. But there needs to be some separation. Like those really good horses, they need to score them up there. And really good runs, you need to get them scored up there. And then mediocre runs need to be down there where they belong. That's the separation. Who's going to win the heading? Man, it is so tight, first through 10th. I I tell you what, I I have no idea. I hope Jackie Crawford does. (laughs) I do too. She's, she, she's the fan favorite yeah. I think all of Stevenville's is going to be here tonight just because of Jackie she's already won 28000 on that horse she won the intermediate and she won the four year old I mean and she's she's going to get money tonight you know who's going
1: to win the healing is it between Hunter and Joseph
0: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, Joseph's won it three times. Hunter hadn't won it yet. Well, that horse
1: won it last year. The horse that's won the second has already got one. Yep, exactly.
0: So, you know, I'd like to see Hunter win it. Just nothing against Joseph. He's one of my good friends. But, you know, just spread it out. Spread the wealth, you know. Last thing.
1: Last, last thing, and I'll let you go again. It seems like this year, listening to the crowd, there's the IQ of team roping is going up when oh, people yeah. cheer when people so when something actually happens mm-hmm. everybody sees it now yeah it feels like that's starting to come around where well that before, comes off the
0: videos you, yeah. you know and there's going to be more of those to come people kind of understand now when you blurt out a number what that mean is that excellent is that yeah. very good is it good or what and there's never been a definition with any of those numbers now there's a definition now people go i've heard people for years at a horse show or or at my events say i've heard owners say "Well, what's your horse score? Oh, he's seven to eight, whatever that means. Right. They didn't know. Didn't even know what to did. store themselves, yeah. So trying to just, you know, get the public a little better with all of it. Yep.
1: What do we have to do to get her to sit down and tell us her part of it?
0: Um, man, I tell you what, up. if you can get her to sit down for five minutes, it'd be America. <laughs> Jay, thanks so, for stopping by. You bet. Thank you, guys.